Gloop and welcome to the podcast. I hope you're having a good one. I was very worried about turning this thing into a cooking show and tonight it seems like we might be doing that. The miso is cooking us some uh, some broccolini pasta, I believe. One of my favorite dishes. It's very nice. The recipe will uh, actually email us or send us a send us a fax for a fact sheet. Healthy, wealthy and wise. That's the that's the new show. Um, sorry, this is coming to you a bit late. If uh, if you're wondering, I just you know couldn't be uh, couldn't be fucked sorting out my life, so I forgot to record this thing. But you know, here I am doing it now. So uh, let's start the show. Tim, Ranky, Tim, Ranky. By the way, the podcast B T E W. Yeah. This song goes on for a little while, yeah. It's a little bit too long, who cares? He's got a moustache, yeah. Lives in a basement, mmm, by the way. (laughs) Yes, welcome to By The Way. I'm Tim Renke and this is my podcast. Oh man, this thing's starting to starting to catch up to me. I hope you're doing all right because uh, I've discovered um, that my life is very boring, and it it only took me a, a global pandemic to work that out. I guess I wasn't aware of how boring my life was until uh, I was told I can't do anything. But um, no, nah, we're all right. We're all right. We're starting to venture out a bit more. We went to Wollongong. You just heard Artie Gallagher sing the opening theme song. Uh, we went down to Wollongong together and, and did a little gigaroony. We uh, did, I think it was the first comedy show that they had put on in, in Wollongong, which was very exciting. And uh, we all had a great night. It was a great venue, the Icon in Wollongong. And uh, it was a bit different to the, the rooms we're used to playing because it was big it uh, had lovely food, had some lovely drinks, had some lovely people there. There was, you know, close to probably 40, 50 people there. And some of them, I'm assuming, were there to see some comedy. And some probably weren't. They were probably just having a little cocktail with the girls. And that's totally fine. But it's it's uh, sometimes hard to, to do a show like that because you can't really tell them to be quiet and listen because they're just there to have a drink and a good time. So what you end up doing is just talking over them. And uh, we did get some complaints because apparently the microphone was too loud. I did my best to sort of you know talk with the microphone a bit further away. But uh, yeah, it was still very loud. And uh, you know, a big, big room with big, big sound system is uh, not always good. I, I, I thought I did all right. Did did a little, you know, five minute set, and uh, I think the people of Wollongong were vibing on it. I've got a bit of a bit of a reputation in Wollongong because uh, of some of the things I used to get up to. I used to work down there. I worked there for a very long time when I was starting out in television. Had a lot of fun there, a lot of friends. And now, because I like to uh, body surf, there's some really nice beach breaks down there and we've, we've met a lot of lovely people down that way. So, hello to everyone from Wollongong. Sometimes we get stats back and... Uh, Actually, I could bring those stats up now. We get stats back for the podcast, you know, how many people are listening 
and uh, where they're listening. It's quite interesting. Am I able to do that here? Analytic. Yeah, here we go. Ooh, we've taken a big drop since episode one. <laughs> but here's some geographical regional information. So 87% of my listeners are from Australia. So uh, they don't. you don't really get into the... Uh, you know, the specifics of it all here, but uh, 87% are from Australia. So hello, everyone from Australia. We then have 10% from the United States of America. So that's interesting. I do talk about America a lot and I'm very fascinated with the scene over there. So uh, thank you for those Americans that are listening to the show and uh, I'd love some feedback and maybe if you've got um, a spare bed I can maybe crash in when we're allowed to fly again. That would be great as well. 1% of my listeners are from Ireland and I'm guessing that's just because they, they see the little photo of me in the thumbnail and they're like, ooh, that looks like an Irish kid. Big red head. So they might just have a clickeroony and uh, listen to the show that way. It says less than 1% are from Norway. Now, that that's interesting because that doesn't really add up to 100%. But anywho, <laughs> thanks for listening, by the way. And uh, I can see here a lot of people are, are listening via Apple Podcasts. 36% are listening on Apple Podcasts. 33% are listening on Spotify. And then... Uh, yeah, the rest are, are listening on other platforms. So, oh, the age demographics. The biggest demographic is uh, 28 to 34-year-olds, which is, that's my demographic. That's me. And uh, 80% of you are male, 14% female. Oh, I've got to tap into that female market. It's very lucrative. And we can get some great sponsors um, that are directed to you guys. 4% non-binary and 0% have not specified. So you're all accounted for then. That equals 100%, which is great. And uh, thank you just everyone for listening. We don't, we don't care who you are. As long as you uh, enjoy the show, that's the main thing. So Wollongong was, was real fun. Artie did very well, Artie Gallagher, who we've had on the podcast. Someone else who absolutely crushed it. He's been mentioned on the podcast once before. Uh, Kyle Legacy. The, they call him the, Le, the LeBron James of comedy, but for those who have seen Train Wrecked, I think you can arguably say that LeBron James is the LeBron James of comedy. Very, very funny young man, LeBron James. How old's LeBron? I wonder, you know... Basketball is a crazy game and, and you're going to be getting a few injuries here and there. I wonder how long you can play for. Michael Jordan played for a while. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal also played for a while, but eventually I think they just do their knees and they've got to retire. But yeah, LeBron James, the LeBron James of comedy, Kyle Legacy, absolutely crushed it. This guy gets up and just riffs. He just improvises his whole set, talks about what's going on. He sort of... He doesn't really roast the audience, but he has a chat to them and does a bit of crowd work, and he just had a killer set. It was so fun to watch. So that was really cool, and it's great that, you know, a few Sydney Sydney comedians went down and, and did the whole Wollongong thing, and just, yeah, it was. it's just fun to get away sometimes, get away from the Sydney scene and just do something a bit different, and, and the best thing is no one's heard your jokes before, so you can repeat all your old material. That's really, really nice as well. Um, I'm really looking forward to this dinner. I can see it 
it's it's still got a while to go. I think we'll be eating pretty late, but uh, it's going to be delicious. I cooked. I got, I got some garlic bread in the fridge that I'll I'll cook up after the podcast, and uh, that might be my little entree. Have a little bit of a treat. Do you guys go easy on the carbs? I just double down pasta and garlic bread. I'm really bulking this winter. I need to probably think about going to the gym. However, the gyms are now semi-closed. They they are only open during sort of the day, during staff timed times. And uh, I like to go when uh, no one's there. So it's it's awkward that I can't really do that now because someone's always watching me awkwardly work out. I'm not a very fit person. I'm a, I'm a skinny little lanky man and uh, I get very embarrassed going to the gym. So I'm thinking of cancelling my membership and maybe just going for a walk. And uh, once the gyms are open back up for 24 hours, then I'll, I'll re-sign and, and start doing my midnight workouts. But also it's winter. You know, you're allowed to put on a bit of weight. I'm always uh, keen to get my summer bikini bod back when uh, the, the seasons change. And the funny thing about summer here in Australia, it's so hot, but also we are so active in summer and you don't think about food as much. As you've noticed, I've uh, pretty much every podcast I'm talking about food, it's something that's on my mind a lot. But in summer, it's, it's not there as much. I don't think about it as much. And it's because one, I'm busy doing fun recreational activities and two, you just you suppress your hunger because you, you just don't think about it as much. And, and when it's hot, you don't crave those big, warm, filling meals. You, you're happy with a bit of fruit and maybe a salad. Occasionally, you might have a sanger, a sausage on a bit of white bread and you know your cake on the butter and a bit of tommy sauce but that's really the only special treat you have in the summertime the rest the rest of the time you're just kind of taking it easy maybe some fish and chips here and there but yeah summertime i shed a lot of weight but uh winter geez i'll tell you what I'm, i'm putting them on and and i think this whole covid thing is not helping at all because uh it's real fun just to to have a bit of a cook up and stay in and watch a movie Actually, here's a life hack for you. This has been really enjoyable. Um, I inherited some mattresses, some old mattresses from my parents. They were going to chuck them out and I said, you know what, I'm going camping in a few weeks. I might grab these so I can take them camping and then I'll work out. Maybe I'll keep them or chuck them or store them somewhere. I don't don't know. But what I've done is I've, I've set them up in the living room. So I put them in front of the couch, in front of the TV and, uh, Every night I've just been sort of cozying up with a tea and a, a biscuit and uh, watching some lovely films and watching some television shows. I tell you what, why doesn't everyone just have a bed in their living room? It's a game changer. It would be hard though, I guess, if you're working from home and you just go, oh, I'll just, I'll just quickly watch a bit of telly and then next minute you're asleep. But um, that's the price you pay for working at home, especially if you have a bed in the middle of your living room. You're occasionally going to just have a bit of a nap. I'm, I'm, I'm working at home one day a week and, and um, I'm, I'm definitely not as productive when I'm here. There's a lot of distractions in the house. But at the same time, I get all my jobs done, but I really got to just crack down and, and, and really focus when I'm at the office, I, I'm, I'm, I'm quite efficient. 
and and I think a lot of people are some people are at home every day. I don't know how you do it. I'm only home one day a week. I wonder what the world's going to be like when we all go back. Will we all ever go back? It's probably cheaper doing it this way. Businesses are probably cutting down on overhead expenses. It's fun as well having lunch at home. You can sort of cook yourself a little gourmet snack for lunch. Generally, when I uh, work at the office, I just walk down and, and grab a chicken roll every day. And I actually Googled this the other day. I asked, uh, are these chicken rolls healthy? And the answer was uh, pretty clear that they are not. It's like pretty much just a big slab of bread. And then they they cake it with this, it's mayonnaise and butter. They they cut their mayonnaise with butter. You know how you, you cut cocaine with like a talcum powder or something? They cut their mayonnaise with butter that's like cutting cocaine with whiz fizz like you're making it better so it's got this delicious lardy mayonnaise spread all over it and then you get your chicken and your, your a bit of salad and then i get a bit of chili sauce on it and then i normally uh, slam it down with a, a a little red bull and uh, i'm doing that every day and I, I had a look at this website, and that's a lot of calories. That's a lot of calories. You know, if I was on one of those programs where they count the calories, I'd be in big trouble. I always used to use the excuse that I'm a, I'm a growing boy, but I'm 30 years old. I'm done. i got to start looking after myself. I always said that when I was a kid. I was always very skinny and had a fast metabolism. And I go, the, the day I start putting on some weight... I'll start dieting. And that day came a long time ago and I have not changed my lifestyle one bit. Tonight I'm going to be having pasta with bread. That's that's not good. And I know a lot of people out there, you know, have the same sort of problem and, and it, it can be very, very uh, problematic. It can also uh, really dictate your life and the way you think. And I'm not here to sort of uh, do anything too radical, but I've got to start thinking about the long run and uh, maybe consider cutting down a little bit on, on these awful foods and also cutting down on the, the quantity that I'm putting into me gob. But at the end of the day, how good is food? It's literally like all I think about. <laughs> Every day... The highlight of my day is what I'm having for lunch or what I'm having for dinner. Now, I, I skip breakfast and uh, I think, you know, remember when everyone used to say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Those people can get fucked. Honestly, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. Also, breakfast is a man-made construct. You know what you should do when you're hungry? Eat. But also, take into consideration what you're putting in your body and count your calories and do all that stuff. But if you skip breakfast, I find that you are, you can last longer during the day. You won't get as hungry as quick. If I have a little breakfast in the morning or even a big breakfast, it gets your appetite going. 
And by 10, 11 o'clock, I'm ready for lunch. Now, if I skip breakfast, I can go till 1 o'clock and not need lunch. And it sort of spaces out my day better. Now, if you're a nutritionist, I'm sure you're going to disagree with what I'm saying. I'm not a professionally trained person when it comes to this style of stuff. But, you know, I've, I've done my own little experiment. And I'm telling you, skipping breakfast works for me. And, and people talk about, you know, spacing out calories and all that sort of stuff. And I just don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think two, two big meals a day is perfect. Now, I've heard of some people doing just one big meal a day. They consume all their calories for the day with just a bit of dinner. And I'm talking about some very um, influential, smart, high-functioning people. So... I think you've just got to do what works for you. Maybe also consult a doctor here and there or a nutritionist or a dietitian or whatever, you know. Get some professional advice. That never hurt anyone. But I'm telling you, breakfast is overrated. Now, I do love breakfast foods. Sometimes I'll have, you know, some breakfast foods for lunch or for dinner. On the weekends, I normally have it. I have a breakfast, whether it's cereal at home or bacon and eggs or maybe sometimes I go out with uh, some friends and we, we do something, the avo on toast, the avocado on toast, the old the old uh, mortgage killer, as they like to call it in Australia. Do you know about this? So they're, they're saying that uh, we won't be able to buy property in Australia because we eat too much avocado on toast. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, the older generation buying every house in the world, well, in, in Australia, has nothing to do with that, has nothing to do with the state of our economy, has nothing to do with the fact that we've never had a pay increase in the last like 20 or 30 years. But the avocado on toast is going to kill us. I really feel like I'm talking absolute rubbish tonight. I'm trying to give uh, nutritional advice and now I'm trying to give financial advice. I know nothing about those two subjects I don't really think I'm even an expert in, in what I do professionally like I've I've mucked around in media for a long time I wouldn't say I'm a professional media person I know how to hit record on this desk and that's about it I know how to edit a video here and there but I'm not even that good at that and I did that for a long time now I'm working in a different field and I have a degree but am I really a I guess I am a professional a professionalist means you get paid for it I guess so I do get paid for it. How good's money, eh? Like, it's crazy. I remember people would always tell me, you know, money can't buy you happiness, but it and can buy the things that make you happy. <laughs> it can buy you security. I feel, I do feel for people who are, have lost their jobs or are homeless and, and are struggling because... Money runs the world and, you know, it. I, I, I'm not trying to become a rich person and I see how much evil there is in money, but having a little bit can help. For example, I'm having dinner tonight and will we'll not go hungry for, for the next couple of weeks because I've got a fridge full of food. That's a nice feeling and money has brought me that feeling. But at the same time, geez, it can really really ruined some people. A few of my mates have 
gone through, uh, you know, the whole becoming an adult thing. A few of them have bought property. A few of them have got married. A few of them have had kids. And uh, they've had to start thinking a bit more responsibly. And the first thing they, 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 they stop doing is having fun. Because uh, fun, fun can cost some money. So uh, that must be hard. You know, when you buy a house and you go, oh, you know what? Probably, probably can't go out and have fun tonight because I've got a mortgage. Jeez, that would be uh, that would be tricky. I like uh, I like going out, but uh, at the moment we can't really do much at the moment because of the COVID stuff. Jeez, I've uh, I keep saying this every week, but I went to a few. I went to a few pubs during the week last week and uh some of them were really packed now i'm not really across all the rules but like it seems like once you're signed in it's just a free-for-all some pubs say oh you gotta sit down while you're drinking or eating fair enough but you know you can just wander around and do whatever you want and, and you know have a good cough here and there and uh, we're still sort of not doing great. Every day we're kind of hearing a few more outbreaks here and there. Victoria's in proper lockdown. Queensland's gone into like their own little lockdown. New South Wales is kind of pretty chill, but still some stuff's happening here. Hope you're doing all right in your neck of the woods. One of my... um. One of my favourite television shows of all time is called Last Man on Earth, starring Will Forte from Saturday Night Live. Now, that show was created a few years ago. They did four seasons and it got cancelled due to sort of... uh, It had unusual ratings and I think it had a pretty high production value. So, it didn't really get to conclude. It kind of finished with a, a bit of a twist that was probably going to unfold during the next season. But the weird thing about that show is it was set in the year 2020, the not-so-distant future at the time. And the show is pretty much about a virus wiping out most of the world's population. That's, that's insane. Has anyone spoken to Will Forte about this? That's crazy that they kind of created and and predicted this thing happening. Now, in the show, most of the world's population is taken out. That hasn't really happened here yet. There has been a lot of deaths. A lot of people have been affected by COVID. But this, this in the the TV show, everyone's pretty much wiped out except for a couple of people, Hence, hence the name of the show, Last Man on Earth. Now, I could not recommend this show anymore. Especially at the moment, you're probably looking for something to, to watch. However, I'm not sure how to view it here in Australia. It's not on any streaming services and I, I don't think the DVD really got released over here. Um, so you might have to have a bit of a looky for it. But um, hey, those couple of people who are listening to us in America, what what do you think about this? Have you watched this show? It's 
it's cool that they kind of predicted this. And I wonder if we'll ever, we'll never, I don't think we'll ever get that bad. But it, it was really interesting watching the show and then I did a, very, a bit of research on it. It was very difficult to film because obviously they they couldn't have any sort of background noise. So if they were shooting it and there was like cars nearby, you, you can't have the sound of traffic in a show where traffic doesn't exist. But they shot it so well and uh, it, it's, it's extremely funny. The way I would describe the show is it is Lost, the, the show Lost, which was a very popular show back in the day. It's kind of like Lost as a comedy. There's every episode, it's super, super funny. Just their jokes hit every single time. But there's always a twist. There's always a cliffhanger. There's always something that's a little bit thrilling, a little bit intriguing, a little bit dramatic. And uh, they had a bit of a running gag that they would always have like guest stars and they would quickly be killed off, Um, which only this show could kind of do and, and get away with it because... People were dropping dead every second because of uh, crazy antics, but also this virus that was looming. Now, they never named the virus in the show. They just called it the virus, which is uh, a cooler name than what we've got. The old COVID-19, the old coronavirus. I think in uh, episode one, I made an awful joke about coronavirus because of the beer sales... They uh, yeah, they were the beer sales of Corona Lager were affected heavily by the name of this virus. So I was sort of thinking they should uh, get a Dosecki virus because uh, no one's ever died from a Dosecki virus. Dosecki is um a pretty pretty nice little Mexican beer. I think it's more popular in America than here in Australia. We love a Corona. I don't know why. It's a very light beer and I think we like putting citrus fruit in our beer. Now, that tradition came from, uh, I think in Mexico, there's a lot of flies and they would just put the the citrus fruit in there to sort of filter out the flies. But I think uh, over here in Australia, people just like the taste of a bit of lemon or lime in their beer. Well, that's cool. I'm not... uh, I'm not really a Corona drinker. I'm more of a heroin kind of guy myself. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't, I don't do any drugs. I'm really boring. I'm really boring. I'm such a straighty 180 and I'm worried that it's going to affect my act. So I've got nothing interesting to talk about. You know, you've just been listening to this podcast for the last 26 minutes going, what is he going on about? But I do worry about that sometimes. I do worry about being so boring and stale and static. But I think I'm a victim of of our times. I think we all are. So what can we do to be more creative and have more fun and do stuff in a world where we're told not to do stuff? What have you been getting up to? I've just been cooking. So I've just been eating and getting fat. Maybe I should start doing a lot of food jokes in my stand-up. It works for uh, old Jimmy. Jimmy Gaffling. Well, what's his last name? 
the most famous comedian in the world. I can't even pronounce his last name. Jim Gaff- Gaffigan? Yeah, that sounds right. I think in last week's episode I mispronounced the word real bad. I should go to the tape and listen back and try and learn how to speak English better. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I do apologize for the shit quality of this podcast, but hey, I was really phoning it in, if you didn't notice. What do you think of uh, the new theme song? I think it makes it less boring. We were always worried that it sort of dragged on for too long, and now that we've got vocals added to the theme song, it kind of makes it a bit more exciting. I like it. Let us know what you think. Get in touch with us. Get in touch with us, bruh. Anywho, I'm still trying to find my voice. I'm still not sure what this podcast is all about. I I really want to turn this into something good, but I'm just sort of clocking in here and there to to keep going and and eventually one day something might click and and it might become a really good podcast. And by the time it becomes a good podcast, we'll have 100 episodes behind us. So that will be exciting. I wonder if this podcast was to get big if people would go back and, and listen to these early ones. <laughs> I really hope not. Because uh, these are the diaries of a madman. A madman who's been locked up for, for way too long, who's beating, been eating way too much food. But uh, I can smell some really nice things brewing up over there, so I think it's time for me to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. I do apologize for recording this so late. I will get this up and uh, posted and streaming very, very, very soon so you can listen to it. But, you know, by the time you hear this, it's already up. You've already heard it. That's great. You made it all the way. I can't believe you made it to the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for supporting us. But uh, as I said, I do have to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But for now, bye-bye.